connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. <clears throat> Yo, what it dooby dooby doo. It's your host, O to the motherfucking T, back again. Cause you got a story. And we're here. Welcome, 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 welcome. The date is the 28th, the last day of of the Black History Month brought to you by nobody yet. We'll get there eventually. But thank you for rocking with us until we get there. It's been a pleasure. Um, this week, I have a very, very special guest. Once again, I got the very requested and, and anticipated, the very funny and glowing expeditiously with his leo flavor we have the very best and only oj uh it's going okay man you know i can't really complain about too much um i'm i'm just you you can't complain about too much would you body snatched by an alien you <laughs> Right, right. Um, nah, man. I, I, uh, I do feel otherworldly. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Open up uh road. I didn't want to go down. <laughs> Can we take a U turn? What's going on? What the hell you know? Alien like I don't know extraterrestrial. That's probably mm-hmm. what I should have said. But otherworldly made sense too because you you know they go to other worlds. I've yeah, been, yeah. But otherworldly also sounds like yeah. I went through a portal, lost in space and time. You know how it goes. What dimension am I in? It did feel like that, right? For a lot of us, you know. When the when the pandemic hit, didn't it feel a little bit like we went through a portal and we were all kind of lost? Uh, I was, I was, um, dare I say, uh, perfectly fine with the pandemic when it started. Uh, you don't you don't move to an entirely different city, four hundred miles away from everything that you know of, uh, get. Get go get unemployed for like a year and uh barely get a schedule that's Monday through Friday without without some understanding that this is all this is all uh a a shadow in the veil this is all fake this is a fabrication any sense of normalcy is what we tell ourselves when uh, we feel good and we have a little bit of money and we have some people that we want to hang out with. But dog, uh, I was already I was already in a pandemic of my own making. <laughs> That's what right. was going on. But I'm so I'm so glad that you guys could get caught up on working from home. Oh, it must be so hard 
to work remote for <laughs> what a year? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I remember uh, literally all of my adult employment requiring me to stay focused and not masturbate. But I'm glad that you guys are slowly <laughs> coming to the realization that having donut Mondays at the office is so important to your psyche. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Your sense is ridiculous. Right. Nah, I mean, similarly, I went through my own pandemic that I put myself through the year prior in 2019 anyway. So Don't I get exactly what you're saying. What was so what was so pandemic-y with you in 2019? I I self isolated. I wasn't going out. I was in my own room, my own head. I was kind of just you know my mindset was just to go to work mm-hmm. and then come home. I go to work, go to the gym, and then come home. Like eat, like cook once a week, right? Like yeah, for my meal prep. But that was it. Like my mind was like just locked in on just staying like away from from society. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, minus the gym part, I'm doing the same thing that I've been doing since 2019. Yeah, you know, just the bonus of, just the bonus of working from home, and you know, knowing everybody else is working from home and in the same boat, so we're not. I'm not missing anything now. Now that that kind of weight is off my shoulder. Gotcha, gotcha. It's wild. So it's been a while. Uh, I can't even remember the last time I had you on here, which was it's actually a good thing. It's amazing news because it was once upon a time you were asking me if you were the only one I had locked in for these things. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like I was going to be. I was slowly being gaslit into being like, "Oh, you know what, OJ? Uh, I know you." Uh, are you, you 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 got you you got a name cheap, you got a name cheap ad you you got you got a name cheap account. Can you just just to have on the side a domain? <laughs> like I was a fucking producer or something. I mean, I I do spot talent. I do know. I do know you already prepared. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. No. You it's... were my first podcast ever in life. You know that. I, yeah, I could imagine. No, you are. You are you talking about a real one, or are you talking about yeah. us? Which one? No, nah, you were the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, which one was that? You remember when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I found that tape recording of you and your friend, and you guys were talking your shit mm-hmm. as fifth graders. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was the Jesse in a Rental show, okay. starring myself and uh, my friend since the third grade, Jesse Hoffman. Shout outs to him. Uh, shout outs on being married and having a house and all that. But yeah, congrats! Uh, I like how you say like, "Oh, I you were my first podcast, a concept that didn't exist." And was purely on a cassette tape, way before pod 
iPod ever even came together <laughs> or long format audio files on an RSS feed was ever in the common, the normal nomenclature uh, rather than the reality, which was, hey, remember that time I bought, I found that blackmail and I blackmailed you with that blackmail? <laughs> that was fun. Was it blackmail? Was I successful? I'm pretty sure I was listening to it. The mom just kind of caught me listening to it. Mm-hmm. Or was over here with the fucking recorder next to mom's door. It's like, ah, <laughs> la di la just listening to this sound on this cassette in front of the master bedroom, just minding my own business. You just, you think so deviant of me. It's, it's, it's actually, it's actually uh, endearing. It's a compliment. It is. Because you, you were a little emperor. Uh-huh. And I would assume that you have uh, portrayed yourself as a benevolent dictator uh, in your story. <laughs> if you got a story, your internal story is that, you know what? OJ loved watching Lion King four times in one day. <laughs> OJ loved when I was forced, he was forced to bring me around and I would just make fun <laughs> of his friends and call them gay. He loved me for that. He, oh, my big brother OJ. He... He was so smitten by me trying to embarrass him by bringing up the time he got his ass kicked by a girl in front of some new cousins we had. Oh, <laughs> I was such a good brother then. In my defense, I'm starting to realize any joke I ever made as a kid, I got from my cousins and people around mean? me. What are you talking about? Because I like I'm reconnecting with some of our older family members, mm-hmm. like on the video games, and when we talk, like like one of them is cool. We we just we talk about ambitions and goals or whatever we trying to do, but the other one, it's yo, it's f word this and hey, you're like, you're gay for this or you're just gay that and gay oh, homophobic on, on, off yeah, top? Yeah, off rip. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're so comfortable talking about this and talking like this. Like, it's like, as if, and, and, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, it's so heavy that I know I learned that, like, from them. Like, I knew for a fact that's where they, that's where it started. Because we didn't have jokes like that as a kid. Like, we didn't, I don't know where I was getting that from. Mm-hmm. So like where did I where was I pulling that from? It hasn't been pulling from somewhere. So it's like homophobia from around me, um, because I do remember being like that kid with with a lot of gay like a hey, ready to call you out, and that's the that's the go to because I know that's gonna hurt your feelings the most. Like because mm-hmm. that's just that's just I'm aware of that. Yeah, well I would I would say it's it's cultural, uh, even without family members. Um, and I don't know. I think everybody has a chance to grow. I know I was a little shit about people and how I presume they, you know, it's it's it's, it's nuts that <laughs> how we we try to like enforce gender norms and gender roles with children. Uh, but I'm sure there was some some uh, some kids that were effeminate. I, th- I know there was a kid that was effeminate. He went to our. He went to school with me, but he also went to our church, and they they found this book where I wrote 
the roster for my class and I was like, uh, so-and-so, uh, like, I don't even think I had parentheses at that time, but to designate who this person was, I wrote gay just cause he, uh, presented as someone, uh, who <laughs> he was a kid. What about <laughs> what? Cause of the way he talked and walked. Right. Now he's gay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's nothing even wrong with that. But just to put it, put such a fine point on it and make, make it so, uh, that's his identity. <laughs> right. This person who won't reach a sexual awakening for at least five more years is guaranteed gay. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, no, I think I think it comes. I think the currency of certain things comes uh, for kids real quick before they even have a chance to like n- know who they are and also know what the world is. But yeah, I don't I don't understand anybody in the year of our Lord. 2021 <laughs> is uh it's still using gay as a pejorative because like uh like i said it's the year 2021 and uh that that's not cool and that's also not accurate to where culture is going right <laughs> right uh well i mean let's also uh i mean that's I, I want to, you know, acknowledge that you are, we are in 2021's COVID and you are um, as, as strict and as serious about this pandemic conditions and parameters as our stepfather up in the Bay Area. <laughs> so oh, it is, it, it is rough for you. I, 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 I light a candle and pray for you. And our older brother kid, these social <laughs> butterflies forced to go back in a cocoon. Oh Lord, y'all is not y'all struggling. Y'all was y'all was like, oh, you know, I only saw like fourteen people. <laughs> I'm good. We were avoid, you know, CDC. I've never seen so many people who didn't even know what the CDC was say cdc as if they <laughs> went to the website and had a checklist that were making sure they were doing that at whatever party or function i've never met so many people who are just like yeah i'm social distancing i mean i was hanging out with like all my friends at the park but we were distant <laughs> <laughs> yo is it is it? Is, I mean, if you, do you count family as is is a part of that distancing? I, like, yeah, that's how I looked at. It. I was like, I'm oh, distance from everybody but family. Oh yeah, I'm such. I'm I'm doing the pandemic right. I can't taste my food anymore, but that's unrelated. <laughs> I mean, uh, I get the serious. I mean, I brought it up only to like show off that we're recording an episode remotely right now. Yeah, on some G shit. I don't even know, like. Like I've probably complicated the system, but nah, this is yeah remote. I'm FaceTiming you. We're we're recording this episode. Um, yeah, that's you know some twenty twenty second century shit right here. Yeah, we already got it in twenty in the twenty first. I think that's pretty awesome. I feel like I'm Morpheus and I've just <laughs> awakened Neo, and you're over here puking all over yourself. <laughs> what I can record and video time at the what? I want to go back. I want to go back to the Matrix. 
<laughs> oh man, nah. If I went back, I wouldn't have a job. If I went back in the matrix, I wouldn't have a job. I only have a job because I went to the matrix because I because I got out of the matrix. But yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. So sadistic. I listen. I understand why people are freaking out and they're like, "Oh, I need to see my family and I, I need to see." my guys or whatever and for the most part it's who you would assume it's people who you know they like people they have like a social network in a real way and in in a day-to-day but uh yeah they're also i would assume that you're part of it's influenced by you just being you just being out here lonely and single and uh, not around a lot of family all the time. Like, what is it for you uh, coming up on a year uh, where you literally can't change that? Like, you, I, unless you're out here doing, uh, <laughs> doing pandemic rendezvous, getting your tests and <laughs> And getting a girlfriend, I don't know about what what what's it been like uh, as a single dude. Um, honestly, well, this is like I don't know if I said it earlier in the podcast, but I, this is like technically my second year doing that pandemic thing, right? To myself, so this is just like this repeat. But I had a whole relationship during this pandemic, actually. What beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> What? You gotta tell me about this. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, this was like halfway through it, met someone, uh, a beautiful a beautiful woman, um, beautiful energy, uh, met her like halfway through, so yeah, and like I I probably just went on unemployment, so the timing of needing, like, just needing a girlfriend and just needing a woman's healing abilities was prominent, like, it was just amazing. Like I needed, I needed a needed companionship at that point too. So, yeah, that's what that's that's what women are for, huh? <laughs> aren't we that for each other? I'm confused. Aren't are 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 aren't we that for each other? You are you are you are um, referring to a white mage, not a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you over here, y'all. You talking about Aerith from Final Fantasy VII? You are not talking about a girlfriend. I mean, a girlfriend is not here for hit points and health points. Well, I mean, technically, we weren't even like we weren't a, a real full relationship yet. That's why it's like I even use the term too too loosely. Technically, too. Okay. So it's like it was. We were very we were growing to that potentially, but you know. It didn't work out because I said it ended. Um, but but I think you're. I don't want to tell you how to do your podcast or just how to tell stories in general. But where did you meet this person? I met her. Uh, my cousin. She came. Uh, they were out. Uh, it's like the. It was just this. Uh, it's like the black. They call it the Black Beverly Hills. Yeah. yeah. You know what that city is in L.A. Uh, something Heights. Yes, Rolling Heights or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. So I was out there. They had they uh uh actually yeah it was the the uh the 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 lady 
the woman. What do I call? What's the proper term to call someone uh, your friend, partner, ex-partner? Uh, your ex, I guess. Right. Yeah, just say your ex. Yeah, my ex. She 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 rented the spot out and and invited my cousin, our our cousin. Uh, shout out to P. And yeah, so I went out there, hung out with them, and you know we we connected, and from there we was just this is way back in what July, so we were, we just rock in July. Met her then. She came out to LA. Wait, to... so she rented out a place in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called Lenora Heights, um, or something. And was she moving to LA or? Nah, it was just a getaway. Like this a is getaway. when like people were like in the and this is like that phase where people were in the house for like the first three months and then uh-huh. the airlines were like, All right, we need money, let's just sell them a ticket for a dollar <laughs> so they can, they yeah. can get over here. And so that's what they did. And and Airbnb was the same thing. So everyone kinda just needed money, so it was a cheaper rate for things and then the unemployment was like plus six hundred dollars. So people were just people like some people like want to spend money. They uh <laughs> that's just kinda what it is. Mm. Uh, they just feel better uh, to, well, when they spend money, so they want that hit, that 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 adrenaline, that adrenaline from spending money. So mm-hmm. I think that's what that that moment was them trying to, because you're right, it was the middle of a pandemic. They where they were supposed to be chilling, um, but you know, they were stressed, and that's how some people deal with their stress. They spend. Yeah. So <laughs> there's so many, so many layers to this. So you guys, <laughs> you guys meet. And it's all good. Does the relationship? What do they eventually go back to where they come from? <laughs> yeah, eventually, dude. Okay. She didn't, she didn't just she didn't squander at the spot. Um, um, and then, so she the how did the relationship last longer than her stay? Yeah, cause uh, yeah, it did. She she would make a trip. She made a few trips up back down here and then i made a, a trip or i think I made multiple trip. trips Mo- <laughs> wait a second i thought this was like some grease summer some love grease. and shit you guys you guys went long distance irl during a pandemic <laughs> my brain my poor brain <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually the safest option to me. What are you talking about? I mean, then, like, some of these other people were still on Tinder and Hinge. You feel me? They on Hinge yeah. now. Nobody should have been doing what y'all doing. <laughs> Nobody should be doing what they've been doing. I'm not saying that everyone's, like, suspect to uh, the most deadly disease in our lifetime. It just, it just doesn't... Makes sense when uh, it's going on, especially when there's the internet. <laughs> what does that even mean? We're not dating her, okay? We can't all like that's not like even he could sustain that. Yo, I'm not talking about having sex with a robot. <laughs> that's not what I said. That's what I it feel said, like. I said the internet exists, meaning that me, <laughs> even back in 2012, before Tinder and Hinge and all that other stuff, 
would find a way to communicate with somebody I was dating with online and we would see each other, I don't know, every uh, couple, every month or so. But guess what? It also wasn't a pandemic. I'd imagine if there was one, we would have just kept being on Skype, making Skype dates. What happened to happen? What happened to the old, good old days when you could just talk on Skype? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't so know. Wait. My love language is like time is first and physical touch is second. So okay. Uh, so then how long after the first meeting, how long did it ultimately last? Uh, officially called it quits or just respected each other, um, respected each other's, uh, self, I guess is the proper term. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably wrong. But that was, I mean, in December, so like probably six, six months, okay. like July, so seven, so maybe six, five, five months, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I told you, beginning, middle, 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 and end, man. I, I'm, I'm just. It's not that I'm shocked because you're you and you're gonna do whatever you want. <laughs> and I'm, it's not even that I'm like chastising you for for doing so. It's just uh, you came out the this is this whole conversation started with you know who really who really observes uh, the pandemic protocols the most is you and our and our stepfather uh, and then it turned into a very slow um, a very slow realization of like but you know who didn't. <laughs> me! It was me all along! <laughs> I can see where you got that from. I, I mean, I, it wasn't my intention. I promise you. But I can see where you get that from. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Oh, man. That is funny. That is funny. Um, and just to go back, so I'm not like overlooking. No, I do not think a woman is just for companionship. <laughs> I know, I know a woman is a person. Oh boy! I just timing of it was just you know I noticed it. It was just amazing. I was like, oh god, th- thank you, because I was before <laughs> by myself for months without any companionship or any interaction, going through the same process, and it was hell. But now this time it seems like I can get to go through it, and it's kind of heaven. <laughs> so. Uh, not really gonna gonna look down on God on that one. I'm giving a pound. Say thank you. All right. <laughs> 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 well, I, I think the interesting thing because I've heard of people, you know, getting tested and then like having sex with one people, one person or whatever, and they're like, oh yeah, I just wanted to like if it was one time, it was gonna be this one time. <clears throat> And, you know, I did the same thing. I, I, I got tested, met up with some friends, and, and uh, went to like, an <gasps> Airbnb or whatever. You? Yeah. Yeah. I'm but shocked. I think I'm saying that now with, like, you know, the vaccines and uh, 
uh, readily approaching and you know we're all slowly realizing that the uh you know the asteroid uh just went slightly <laughs> left and missed us entirely so that it wasn't the end of the world i can confidently say it wasn't worth it <laughs> me hanging out with those people for two days was not worth it <laughs> you don't think so worried about the pet <sighs> dog because it, it's not even like i'm in my own spot or the pandemic ain't happening around me still and for the most part as much as i enjoyed our time together hanging out it's just like we could have done this a year later and everybody been fine no one have been stressed out i gotta go to dodger stadium to hang out with these people who don't and maybe it's different for you but for me to really feel like something's worthwhile and this goes with uh, the before times and the after times is like, I yo, I need to be, I need to be seen. I need somebody who's intuitive and has an emotional intelligence and is a real rapport. And none of that is happening while we're all wearing masks or, or you know, I'm scared about. Oh, you said it like you were all isolating and you took a test, but your boyfriend works at a bar. Like there's. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's layers to the social engineering that this represent like this that this has exposed that most people are just like you know they they just can't handle their own circumstances or their own brain or their own lack of planning you should have I'm not saying you should have seen the pandemic coming, but what was your zombie survival plan, dog? Like, were you just going to be like, oh, you know, hopefully some chick from up north has a crossbow. We meet up. It's great. Like, no. Like, I chose my lifestyle to survive uh, catastrophe. We all got, we got a plan. It's together. I shoot Sandy. Mel shoots me. Mel shoots herself. And it's all good. I wasn't telling y'all to be out here doing the most. Out here trying to hook up with people. Out here, you know, not joining artist communes or whatever you could have done to mitigate this, this, uh, this type of situation and now we're at the other end of it we're all putting it back on our shoes we're leaving the orgy whatever (laughs) all i'm saying is that the purge happened and you decided to do the purge me personally i would have been inside i would have been nice and safe watching movies on on dvd i'm not putting on the internet because i don't want the purge people to find out that i'm doing stuff But you were out there with your mask on and your machete being like, girl, what's good? Want to go halves on a baby? We were in a year-long, year-long purge. And you decided, I'm just going, you know, I'm going to stay at home sometimes, but your boy has to purge. (laughs) Nonsense. Oh, oh. Oh, God. Nonsense. You know, again, I can see why, you know, for someone who did spend most of his time listening to the rules, I can see why 
<laughs> oh, you gonna throw that at me? <laughs> yeah, OJ is too much of a square to risk his life and the life of his loved ones. It's punk ass OJ. That's why. That's why he got. That's why he got all those A's so he could be a f- sucker, keeping his family sense. safe. It makes sense now, don't it? It makes this is what they was testing for. They was trying to see who would survive the pandemic. They was like, oh, this one? Yeah. Checked off. <laughs> this one? Perfect attendance? He going to stay his ass inside. We going to give Woo. him pizza now so they understand there's a reward for doing what he's supposed to. Oh, man. Oh, man. I went to Tahoe with them. That, and they were not the best influence. <laughs> Pandemic 2020, he was like, I had a wonderful weekend in Tahoe. <laughs> oh no. This is a bad oh, idea. Man. Too many secrets are being released on the lot online. <laughs> I went to Tahoe with them. <clears throat> wow. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that's what I'm saying, man. I'll risk it all for, for women, man. I'm telling you. You know my addictions, man. I'm telling you I know my addictions, man. I'm telling you. I risk it all. Mm. Whew. Man. That was a good one. Let me see. Can you still see me? No, it says pause. Uh, so I can hear you. I was just trying to get some of these questions in front of me. But these aren't, none of these are good for you. <laughs> wow. Like, I look at it, I was like, uh-oh. This is not the right list right here. Let me look at some other ones. Um, well, this one's kind of easy for you because I feel like you do this. Um, so, do you, do you find it difficult thinking about positive adjectives about others on the fly? No. I don't make it a... I don't make it a uh, a habit to, like I used to. But no, I think I think everybody, you know, adjectives are just descriptors. I think everybody has enough things distinguishing them to to uh, at least note it. If if asked, why do you have trouble? Yeah, uh, but I think it's because of how I was brought up with the dozens mm-hmm. and how like you know, it was serious. <laughs> so about like finding out the person's like weakness or insecurity or, and, um, and like something about their outfit or something. You had to just like, when you look some up, up somebody up and down, you just, that's, you're finding a, something chicken in the armor just in case, you know, you keep coming out of pocket and want to say something crazy about you, you got something to tuck ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so I've like was conditioned to do that. So now that's kind of like, like it, and it kind of grew from there and evolved to where that's kind of what I do naturally is like i look for your your weakness your insecurity your you know i'm listening for like your wants but i'm only doing it so i can know how to, if like in case you try to you try me or you try to violate how i'm gonna manipulate the wants for my gain and so like that's how my mind's been conditioned for years and so i'm like i'm trying to get out of that a little bit out of it actually because i think it makes me unique unique but i am trying to like <laughs> reverse it slightly like like try to 
not I'm not trying to. I just wondered if if anybody else had this problem. Like, is, is it hard for them to look at people and look at the positives, and want to tell someone the positives? <laughs> it's like it's so foreign for me. <laughs> it seems like you know. Uh, I don't think. Uh, listen, it, a lot of it is a farce. You know, I think I was like at a, a some weird ass uh, seminar, multi level marketing. Thing, and they were just like, all right, everybody pair up and like compliment the other person. And it's just like, most of, <laughs> most, it, I was just like, nice Obama shirt. Well, I, <laughs> the, I think a lot of, I think a lot of social conditioning, especially from school, is this like overall sense of positivity that just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not necessary. And if you're out here trying to find positive things to say about somebody or something, it's it's really on some like pickup artist bullshit, and <laughs> it's not it's not sincere because we're too we're too tired, we're too busy, we're too distracted to connect in that way. Now, if there's a mutual interest and vibe, yeah, sure. But I think it's a it's a fool's error to be like, oh man, like I'm. I hate people. <laughs> what am I going to do? It's just like, dog, you got it. You did it. You just keep on hating them. Because what, because what, what, and I don't mean like hate as like, oh, I'm going to, you know, commit genocide. I meant hate and just like apathy, you know? Apathy. Like, like we, like, I, not that I don't, think that we should be nice to people but finding ways to affect a power dynamic is 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 bad <laughs> it's bad we what shouldn't be we shouldn't be trying to like find ways to describe somebody when most of the what we see is artifice you know it's it's bad to think that we how people present is who they are and it's bad to go with that energy if you're trying to compliment them or if you're just trying to like describe them to somebody and uh yeah it, i think for me personally in the last couple of years i found a lot of contentment in just letting people be their their born ass selves <laughs> and just being like you know uh so and so they're all right <laughs> <laughs> that's the basis of it yeah yeah I don't know I I, I want to throw the, I want to throw that out right like out of my out of my house but something tells me that that part of me I should keep in a duffel bag you know in, like in the closet somewhere like you know like 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 uh it's actually you remember that two to eight case drive, the little closet next to the steps. Yeah. That's where I keep all my, like my, like old shit, like my old bags of me, of my version, like of my, my lessons and who I was and what I like stuff, like the dozens and stuff. I put a lot of my stuff there in my mental mind. Mm. Like, um, so that's why I think I keep it. Um, cause, cause it's, if anything, it's just good to see like, to observe people and see what they think is a it's like something that they're insecure about like something that they feel insecure about is is interesting because it's nothing connected to you so you get to 
kind of just enjoying the effects it has on them. And, and you know what I mean? And you're not amping it up or anything or you're not bringing notice to it. You just see it. And now you get to like kind of enjoy that. Do I look at people too long? I think that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing. Nah. I mean, I guess that, that makes sense for you. Uh, I think for me personally... Uh, it's just a, it's a bandwidth thing, and if I'm if I'm, if I'm out and about, I'm probably like open eye meditating and picturing myself as a tree, and just not trying to like put put myself out there like that. Uh, I mean, we're different people, but there's just such an element of thirst. <laughs> thirst. If I could, if there's, if in so many words, a, a level of thirst to it that are very, it's very sweaty. Um, it reeks of desperation. <laughs> but I, I don't fault anybody for doing that. And usually, you know, I think a lot of people would see that as a, a, a way to peacock or as a way to seem like I'm paying attention or, or whatever is, is me not interacting on such a you know such a hands on way but no because at the end of the day people are busy <laughs> people had different agendas like why are we why are we trying to distill somebody in like a five second interaction or whatever it's just like it's, it, 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 do you do you get a sense of anything besides distraction or at most uh, connection in a very brief you know, situation when you are in that mode? You mean, am I getting the depths of what I, of them? Like what, you, like, what are you personally getting out of being so observant? knowledge knowledge of that being that person that i might see again tomorrow okay it doesn't sound like knowledge it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you just forced yourself on this person's like social sphere for however long you're going to be there but that doesn't sound like not because who who knows anybody you know what i'm saying who even knows themselves like we could project and we could this like we could you know like do my calculations. This means this, and it's just like he's a Capricorn, and it's like <laughs> that. That doesn't mean that you know that person, but that also doesn't mean you are uh, honoring that moment, honoring um, that person, honoring yourself, honoring the circumstance. Uh, like I think. I think it's beautiful to forget about things that people say and they have to bring it up. Not in that like, Oh, you know, I told you my name was Karen and you called me Kate for for four minutes. We just met. Not that I'm saying like, I think there's stories that people tell about themselves that need a second draft. Need some notes. <laughs> you can remember, oh yeah, she's from Chicago. But 
for the most part, they're still working on their story. So your knowledge of them is kind of, it's limited by their understanding of even themselves. So if they reach a certain level of cultural or emotional maturity, and then you're still like, nah, but you, you the one that, you, 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 you puked at a Del Taco. That's how I know you. That's my knowledge. <laughs> we were in a Uber chair and you puked and I had to get another Uber. That's how I know you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you knew, you knew that version of her that, uh, puked in a Uber share. Uh, but there's just so much of a person's past and present and future that you, I mean, you know, if it's fun to engage with your perception of where they are in that cycle, uh, that's just you having a fun. That's just entertainment. That's not, that's not you being, uh, just a, a, a very engaged and purposeful person. That's you being like, I'm bored. <laughs> or even worse, I'm boring. Let me see what this other person's oh. about. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, two things I want to touch on. The first, well, the latter of it is, um, aren't we doing the same thing except you just decided to put blinders on and I'm just, because like, you you know it's there like you just said you allow them to be boring but uh and what's boring what's more boring than having a being addicted to a habit right so like so like that habit is their insecurity of whatever it is they kept they keep messing with or fiddling with or like they keep looking down at or asking themselves about you know you're just letting them be boring and ignoring it and and uh i am entertained by it because it's life and it's that's I'm just like this is what life is. Dog, we just talked about this earlier, y'all. I don't know if you have the time, but uh, <laughs> go back to the beginning of the podcast where he's just casually just like, no, I was just listening to this recording of you and your friends, and you know, got you in trouble. It's just, just mom just so happened to listen to me <laughs> listening to that. This uh, dog, you literally just said, um. Like, I use this for ammunition. I played the dozens professionally. <laughs> I was never good. American League. American I League. Know how to, I know how to read the defense and exploit the weakness. And then I'm supposed to believe that you got all benevolent. But no, it's really endearing that she twists her hair to show that she's uncomfortable. What? You, you lying to yourself. You just... Lie to yourself. You just you just want to you just you're just a creep. You like looking at people <laughs> and clocking their like your jigsaw. Oh, I'm gonna find the perfect scenario for her to face yes. her insecurity. And it's like I mean, if that's you, that's you. But that has nothing to do with like a knowledge or a greater understanding. If anything, it's an expression of something that we don't know how to deal with yet. I don't think anybody knows 
the social ramifications, um, you know, pandemic aside of, of, of the amount of information we have on people, the amount of access we have with people, uh, the amount of, you know, there's people because of technology who can like go to a party, vibe out, like get a ride from a stranger, go to this other place, vibe out, get a number. And it's just like, it feels good, but it's not necessarily, um, but because we have so many options and we have so many choices, it all kind of flattens out and it all becomes like, it all becomes amusing of our own amusement. Just like, am I feeling it? Nah. Is she feeling it? Nah. And then you just store that information or you don't. And then it's it, it creates a paradigm where you're just seeing people as like, you know, just a husk. Just, just <laughs> meat. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on but then you always you just made me think of another thing I want to ask you. But to keep to keep my mind on this, we gotta you, go. You gotta. I know one more question, and I gotta go. All right, all right. Let me just ask you this tree thing because you've brought this up before, and um, and I didn't really get it then. And so, but I kind of want you to explain that that um, oh, but I really want to talk about how you talk about that. It's good to forget things though, like to forget stories, because that's the total opposite. So it's like, which one do I want? Which one's gonna take less time? I think the tree will take less time because I want to talk about that next time we talk. Though the um, the idea of forgetting, it's okay to forget stories and forget things people tell you because that's like that's kind of a phenomenon for my mind that that I'm not used to because that's not something my mind does. Like I try to remember everything, hold on to everything. So that's just interesting. But please elaborate while I still have you here. The tree thing for our audience, real quick before you go. Uh, yeah, this is OJ Patterson here. Encouraging everyone to get into therapy. Uh, one of the techniques in therapy, I believe, is called cognitive uh, <clears throat> cognitive uh, therapy. <clears throat> uh, and I don't know if this is an exact example of it, but it's about projecting uh, with your imagination a scenario while you're meditating or while you're in a session. Uh, one of the scenarios that was brought up to me in my first therapy uh the person that I, I i talked to when i was in oakland was to imagine yourself as a tree in a you know when you're sitting um and while you're sitting as a tree you're just imagining the roots getting deeper into the chair tangling in between your legs going into the chair legs going into the ground going deeper and deeper into the ground until you you reach a level of of um, security and from there uh, if you if it if it feels good and if you're doing it right it gives the procession it gives the pers- the, the perspective of someone who's super zoned out but in actuality they're imagining some Jumanji shit happening <laughs> with their body and the surrounding area. And uh, I think for me personally, it allows me to be in uh, uncomfortable social situations and not try to uh, entangle myself with someone so that they can save me emotionally 
and spiritually from feeling discomfort and awkwardness. Uh, but on the real, it's just an opportunity to, to, to think and be clear and be present, but also to be uh, focused on my body and the surrounding areas rather than, because, you know, trees only got no eyes. <laughs> trees ain't got no ears. Trees ain't, trees are chilling, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I, I'm referring to with the tree thing is a, uh, is a, as a, it's, it's a form of therapy that allows me to be uh, calm and uh, grateful, you know, because if my roots are still growing, that means I'm still growing. Hmm. It's still over my head. I don't know why it's hard for my brain to grasp this. <laughs> Have you I ever, don't get it. Have you ever done the eyes closed and then imagine things type of therapy that I'm describing? Well, my where I imagine like my husk releasing a root that goes down to the bottom and and entwines into the the floor and well, not grows. that specifically, but <laughs> <laughs> any other. Um, I do a. I like to put. I like to close my eyes and like when I'm in the sun and like raising my like arms out like a tree. That's what I like to do. Okay. And, and like kind of just maybe be bathed in sunlight. I like doing that. Um, you know, it's kind of the joy of being in LA is, is having more options to do that. Cause that's just kind of just feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to try to stare through the sun, through my eyelashes, <laughs> see, see what I see. Right. Um, but it just feels good. Yeah. That's, that's the therapy. I, that's the not therapy. That's the eye closing thing that I enjoy because it's because I also have headphones in, and so I get to like, kind of lose myself in the in the in the in the feelings of the music that it's making me feel right. So, because mm-hmm. you know, music controls you, controls your mental state too. So, I don't know, but your idea just you know it sounds like you know something to keep you grounded, um, um, and which is something I w- I would need the opposite of that because I need something that keeps my me out of my head <laughs> i don't need something that, that makes me more in my head i need something to keep me out of my head mm-hmm. but yeah man that's cool appreciate the appreciate you breaking that down um we got to get you back on because we also got to talk about patrice and have you break down patrice in a similar way because i look at patrice and i see how everyone has so much love for him that i've i've placed them in the same ranking that i've placed Jay, jay-z in where i've mm-hmm. never really listened to their or uh, consume their content, but uh, I respect them on the same level as everybody else that respects them on that level. Um, and I hear he has a doc on HBO or, or Comedy Central. I mean, and whenever I get to watch that, it'll be it'll be good. But we should definitely have you back up for that conversation as well. Cool. Yeah, man. But yeah, appreciate you for uh for FaceTime and then with you got a story, man. It's very very appreciated. Um, you're always, uh, always, always appreciated guests. The listeners enjoy our conversations, uh, and I do as well, you know. And I just can't wait till next time. I'm already thinking about it, man. But until then, stay healthy, stay quarantined, and um, say hello to to uh, the lovely uh, wife of yours, sister-in-law of mine, and dog mom of Sandy. Yeah, thanks. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Um, All right, guys. uh, This is You Got a Story. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Now disconnected from You Got a Story podcast.